والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه ومن والاه الى الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وبعد فإذا جاءت الطامة الكبرى يوم يتذكر الإنسان ما سعى وبرزت الجحيم لمن يرى فأما من طغى وآثر الحياة الدنيا فإن الجحيم هي المأوى وأما من خاف مقام ربه ونهى النفس عن الهوى فإن الجنة هي المأوى right, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after mentioning his qudra what's his qudra? his power and his ability through the things that he blessed the insan with يعني خلق السماء وخلق الأرض ودحف الأرض المنافع the benefits that are extracted from the from the earth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning here his qudra and his power through his blessings. Then after this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds the insan of the inevitable return. Is reminding the insan of the inevitable return. He says, فَإِذَا جَاءَتِ الطَّامَّةُ الْكُبَرَى For this, إِذَا is what? If it's a, it's a shart. If this happens, then something will happen. Yes? إِذَا جَاءَتِ الطَّامَّةُ الْكُبْرَى Something will happen. Allah says, فَإِذَا جَاءَتِ الطَّامَّةُ الْكُبْرَى When the great Tamma comes. What does the Tamma say in your books? Calamity and catastrophe. Huh? What's it talking about? This calamity and catastrophe. Sa'a, the day of judgment. Yes? Al-Tamma is not just a calamity and a catastrophe. It's the calamity of all calamities. Yani there is no greater calamity than this calamity. This is what is called Al-Tamma. Al-Tamma because it, 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 yani it removes all other humum and worries that used to have and it replaces this with this main one here. This is what Al-Tamma is. Al-Kubra as well. It, it emphasizes what this Tamma is. The greater Kubra, the greater Tamma. The greater Tamma. And in the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha, yani to show how much this Tamma is and how much it distracts the people from their everyday, yani everyday life and the, how much of a distraction it is and how much of a horror it is. When the Prophet mentioned that the people on the Day of Judgment they will be resurrected, Hufatan, Uratan, Ghurla, that they will be resurrected. Hufad, barefooted, naked, uncircumcised. Fa'aisha radiallahu anha, she said, Ya Rasulullah, our aura is being shown to each other. And then he said, The ayah of Surah لِكُلِّ مِنْهُمْ مِنْهُمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ شَأْنٌ يُغْنِيَ They will have something to preoccupy them greater than this. For if you can imagine, subhanAllah, your sense of modesty that you feel, مثلاً, when your clothes are taken off. And this sense of modesty is removed by this طَامَّةُ الْكُبْرَى how horrific will this day be? That the khalq all in front of each other with no clothes on 
And they will have a bigger concern than their aura and what, what, they, what they are looking like in front of people. What kind of a distraction is this? This is the Tamatul Kubra. So on that day, the insan will yatadhakkar. Allah SWT says, يَتَذَكَّرُ it should be, they will be reminded. They will be reminded. What will they be reminded of? مَا سَعَى What does سَعَى? We said a سَعَى was. What he strove for, yes? What he strove, سَعَى What he strove for and what he worked for. Meaning about, in where? In the dunya, صح? How will he be reminded of what he did in the dunya? اقرأ كتابك كفى بنفسك اليوم عليك حسيبا اقرأ كتابك This is your book, read. Read. This is your book in front of you. كفى بنفسك Your nafs, yourself, is enough of a shaheed upon you. You are a shaheed upon yourself. So this is how they will be reminded of their deeds. And if you think about the deeds that you used to do, Rubbama, bad deeds that you've forgotten about and good deeds that you've even forgotten about. You don't know how many, mathalan, salawat you previously prayed. Sometimes we can't remember what we did yesterday or the day before, subhanAllah. And we forget. This is the nature of the insan. They forget. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is recording it. The angels are recording it. On his, it is recorded. It's being recorded in a book. For on the day of judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will present this book to them. He says, Iqra' kitabaka. Read your book. Kafa bi nafsika al-yawma alayka hasiba. So this is how yawma yatadhakkar. When the insan will be reminded as a result of reading their book. Wa burrizati al-jahimu liman yara. Al-jahim is another name for? For jahannam. Sah? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to here as al-jahim. Al-jahim means the intense heat. Juhm. From the intense heat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says something about Jahannam. What's happening to Jahannam this day? Baraz al-shay is to make something apparent. When it was hidden before, it's to make it apparent again. Or to make it seen for everyone. Wa burrizatil jahimu. The jahim will be made apparent that day. How will it be made apparent that day? Sab'una alfa zimam. 70,000. What's the thing? Zimam is like a rain or like a rope or like... Something heavy. Allah Zimam. Sab'una alfa zimam ala kulli zimamin. Sab'una alfa malakan. Sab'una alfa malakan. Well, malaika, subhanallah, yani some of the malaika are, are huge in stature, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, has, has mentioned. For 490 million dragging forth Jahannam on 70,000 ropes and 70,000 reins is not something simple. سَبْعُونَ أَلْفَ مَلَكًا يَجُرُّونَهَا This is how it will be made apparent. لِمَنْ يَرَى What does لِمَنْ يَرَى say in there? For all to see, for anyone who wants to see, that the hellfire will be made apparent, the horrors of the hellfire. And for the kafirun who, have, who know their situation and then they see the jahannam, their misery will be even more. Misery upon misery. When they see the reality of jahannam and they know that this is going to be their place, then their misery increases. Good. Alright. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says on that day there will be two kinds of people. The first of these people is the one destined for the hellfire. And then the second type of person is the one who is destined for the 
paradise for the Jannah. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts with the one from the hellfire. What caused them to enter the hellfire? The first one was Tagha. Tagha, now we know what Tagha means, right? We've mentioned it a number of times, Tughyan. And Taghut and... And then the second thing was This was the second thing. So the first one was That they transgressed. Yes? And the second one was so the first one was they transgressed, and the second one was they athar. Athar means to prefer. Hayat dunya They preferred the hayat of the dunya. Over what? Over the akhirah. If you prefer something, you have to prefer over something else. For they preferred the hayat of the dunya. And Shaykh Ibn Uthaymin, rahimahullah, he says in his tafsir, he says, Al-Ithnan mutalaziman. He said, for any taghi, Anyone who commits Tughyan, they have automatically Athar al-Hayat al-Dunya. They have preferred the worldly life. And anyone who prefers the worldly life has what? Automatically committed Tughyan. Has automatically committed Tughyan. Yeah, you have to be careful. Yani this, this, this is the person who is going to the hellfire for their Athar and their Tughyan was not methalan, was not methalan, followed up by maghfira and, and tawheed and, and, and in order for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive them. So this is, they died upon this tughyan and ithar al-hayat al-dunya to the extent that it took them out of the fold of Islam because their ma'al is the hellfire. Or it could be that these are the ones who are being punished with the hellfire from the muwahideen and their eventual place will be the paradise. For the muwahid is never ever ever in the hellfire forever. And this is Fadl al-Tawheed. Fadl al-Tawheed is that the person who comes with Tawheed, even if they come for sins, they, be, they may be punished for their sins in the Jahannam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may purify them and then eventually they will be removed from the hellfire and they will be put into the paradise. For the Muwahid, even if they committed sins, they will never ever be in the hellfire forever. Alright, if we say Tagha, that means they exceeded the boundaries. What is the boundary of the human being? This is the boundaries that Allah has set for the insan. For they are restricted by these boundaries. So they must submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon worship purely for his sake. This is the boundaries of the human being. For when it says taha, that means they have exceeded the boundaries of this. That they have not worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have not worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And our second one, وَآثَرَ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا And they have preferred this worldly life after the akhirah, over the akhirah, in any matter. In any matter. And Shaykh ibn Uthaymin also gives the example, مثلا, he gives the example of Salat al-Fajr. He said, if this insan, آثَرَ nawm, he preferred his sleep over coming to Fajr and praying Fajr, then they may fall into this category if there's istimrar on this. If there is, Consistency and they are always doing this And it becomes a habit of theirs And he said the other example was That if they are reminded to remember Allah Then they prefer to yani, The talk of the dunya and the lagu And all of this So the jahim is, he's going to be his Jahim, he's again mentioning jahim Al-jahim Will be his ma'wa What did we say in فَإِنَّ الْجَحِيمِ uh, 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 لِلطَّاغِينَ Ma'aba. What did we say a ma'ab was? 
place of return and a place of staying or settlement. This is a ma'wa is the same thing. It's very similar to it. I didn't find yani, when Allah says ma'wa and ma'ab, that means there has to be a difference between the two. As I looked up in the books of Tafsir, I couldn't find the difference. Inshallah, maybe next week, or if anyone wants to research this as well, see what the difference between the ma'wa. But they said the main the main meaning behind al ma'wa is al maqar is the place of settlement, and al marja, the place of return, a place of return and a place of settlement. And what kind of settlement is is al jahim? Remember in Amma Tasalun, what kind of things will they drink in in in, in Jahannam? Hamim and Ghassaq, and they will eat from Shajarat al Zakum. And they will get بَلَنَّزِيدَكُمْ إِلَّا عَذَابًا A punishment upon punishment. And the punishment will always increase. So this is their ma'wa and this is their return. فَبِئْسَ الْمَصِيرَ As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. The worst of the masir this is. That the person should return to the hellfire and they should be staying in the hellfire. أَبَدَ الْأَبَادِ If this is the case. And even for the believer who is put in the hellfire, this is not something simple. For don't say, مثلاً, my, I, I'm eventually going to go into, into Jannah. Just a little bit in Jahannam, yani just a little bit, yeah, and then I'll go into Jahannam. For Jahannam is not easy, subhanAllah. Alright, so this is the second type of person. And this ayah, Allah, is not easy, subhanAllah. For the believer to do is not easy. Khafa means to fear. What did he fear? Why is fear used here rather than khashya? Good. Why did he fear standing for his Rabb? Because he doesn't know what the result is going to be. It's not based on knowledge. Yes? What is this maqam? Who's standing? Allah or the Abd? The Abd is standing. Maqam Rabbihi. Rabbihi. The he returns to? The Abd. Yes? What is this maqam that he should fear? The accountability, صح? What kind of accountability is this one? Remember his ma'wa is al-jannah. We said that there's three types of accountability. What are the three types of accountability? No accountability, straight into jannah. Bila hisabin wala adab. Straight in. And the second one is easy hisab. Hisaban yasira. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show him his, his deeds, but he will not call him ya'ana to detail in his deeds. And then the third one is that he will call him to every single detail. As the Prophet said, whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes deep into his hisab, then this person will be punished, as the Prophet said. For his hisab is, is bad. But the maqam is the maqam that he is he, fearing here is when he stands, the hisab yasir, when he fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala choose to make it an easy hisab or will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala go further and, and, and do munaqasha of it? For this is what he fears, the maqam. And as Allah, as the Prophet said, he will show him his sins on the day of judgment. So you did this and you did this and you did this and you did this and you did this. And you have no choice. You say, yes, I did this and I did this and I did this. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, سَفَرْتُهَا لَكَ فِي الدُّنْيَا I covered it up for you in this dunya. And on this day, وَأَغْفِرُكَ لَكَ الْيَوْمِ And that I will forgive of you of these sins on this day. And this is from the 99 rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which he has preserved for the day of judgment. 
So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those people. Or even better to, to enter us into Jannah without any hisab. But this is the ultimate one. Sab'una alf. 70,000 just. Allah understand. Since the time of the Prophet, only 70,000. Alright. So this is the first thing. وَنَهَا النَّفْسَ عَنِ الْهَوَى وَنَهَا النَّفْسَ عَنِ الْهَوَى So he did two things. The first thing he did, he, he feared, and the second thing he prevented. What did he prevent? He prevented his nafs from, from al-hawa. What's al-hawa? Desires. For example, if I desire an apple, is this good or not good? For what's the dhabit of nahala, the hawa? So the hawa, the hawa needs to drive it to something to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The disobedience of Allah. This is what we're talking about here. This is where the hawa is, is, is where you prevent your hawa. And the nafs is of three types. The nafs of the insan is of three types. The first one is Al-Ammara Bissu' Is Al-Ammara Bissu' The one that orders you to do evil. وَإِنَّ النَّفْسَ لَأَمَّارَةٌ بِالسُّوءِ إِلَّا مَا رَحِمَ رَبِّي As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. This is the first type of nafs. That it's always driving the insan to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the one, this is the one that, 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 that's being referred to in this ayah. نَهَا النَّفْسَ عَنِ الْهَوَى That means when he orders him to do bad, he, he stops her and restricts himself and tells her, يعني, get lost, I'm going to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But this is what it's talking about. النَّفْسَ الْأَمَّارَ بِالسُّوءِ and as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ النَّفْسَ لَأَمَّارَةٌ بِالسُّوءِ إِلَّا مَا رَحِمَ رَبِّهِ For only with the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the mercy of Allah can you stop your nafs from falling into the sword. This is the first type. The second sword is, the second type of nafs is the opposite of النَّفْسِ الْأَمَّارَةِ بِالسُّوءِ which is الْمُطْمَئِنَّ النَّفْسُ الْمُطْمَئِنَّ يَا أَيَّتُهَا النَّفْسُ الْمُطْمَئِنَّ إِرْجِعِ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكِ رَاضِيَةً مَرْضِيَةً فَالْنَفْسُ الْمُطْمَئِنَّ is the one that encourages the person to do good. And يَرْغَبْ فِي الْخَيْرِ And he likes the avenues of all good. He likes to implement them. This is the second nafs. And the third type of nafs is لَوَّامَةً لَا أُقْسِمُ بِيَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةً وَلَا أُقْسِمُ بِالنَّفْسِ اللَّوَّامَةً اللَّوَّامَةً is the blameworthy or the reproachful nafs. And the nafs can alternate between all three of these. All three of these, it can alternate between them. For example, if the nafs he could obey this nafs and he could perform the thing which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like and disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And again, sometimes you'll feel that he has an iman boost and his nafs will be ordering him to do something good and he will yarghab fil khair and he will do that khair. And he will do that as uh, he will perform that good day. And sometimes the nafs is lawama. Sometimes lawama can be in good and in bad. And nafs lawama is not just what people think that it's in the bad. For example, when you in the bad, when you commit a sin, when you commit a sin, automatically your nafs feels regretful as to why it committed the sin. And this may drive you, to perform a tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa taala. In which case, this nafs lawama is in Something good. And then the other side is nafs lawama, which, which is regretful, even of the good that, sh- that it did. Even of the good that it did. For example, the Shaykh, rahimahullah, he gives the example. He says, for a person, he, he, 
he, he sticks to his ibadah and he sticks to the people of ilm and then his nafs comes to him and it says why are you restricting yourself to this subhanallah this dunya is wide and expansive and you're not living your life to the full you're restricting yourself a lot by doing good you're restricting yourself a lot to the good go out and explore the dunya and see and experiment and ila akhirihi but this is the nafs lawama bil khair so why are you doing the khair the khair is preventing you for nafs can alternate between these three nafs nafs ammara bis su' wa nafs mutma'inna wa nafs lawama Right, so the person who What is his result? Where will he be? Al-Jannah will be his Ma'wa What did we say Al-Ma'wa was? His place of return and his place of settlement And what did we say about Jannah? That no eye has seen and no ear has heard, and no heart has experienced. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَلَا تَعْلَمُ نَفْسٌ مَا أُخْفِيَ لَهُمْ مِنْ قُرَّةِ أَعْيُنْ فَلَا تَعْلَمُ نَفْسٌ No nafs will know مَا أُخْفِيَ What has been hidden for it مِنْ قُرَّةِ أَعْيُنْ From the pleasures or the beauties of the eye. And the Shaykh rahimahullah, he mentions a very interesting, I found this very interesting thing, subhanAllah. He said, that an nafs in the dunya could experience Jannah before going to Jannah. He said the nafs in the dunya could experience the Jannah before going to Jannah. And he gave the story of Anas ibn Nadr. Anas ibn Nadr was one of the martyrs, Shuhada Uhud. And on the day of Uhud, he said to Sa'ad ibn Mu'adh, who was Sa'ad ibn Mu'adh? Sayyidul Ansar. He was the Sayyid of the Ansar. When Sa'ad ibn Mu'adh died, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Rahman. He said, the Arsh of Allah shook when Sa'ad ibn Mu'adh died. Radiyallahu anhum ajma'in. Radiyallahu anhum ajma'in. So Anas ibn Nadr was with, Anas ibn, uh, was with Sa'ad ibn Mu'adh and he said, and he said, Wallahi inni la'ajidu riha he said, Wallahi, I smell the smell of paradise next to Uhud. And Sheikh said, this is Dalil that when a person is about to die, they may experience this. And he said, it's the same for also the people of the hellfire. It may also be the people of hellfire. And Anas ibn Nadr, he died, he killed and he, uh, he, was, he fought and he was one of the shuhada of Uhud. He was one of the great shuhada of Uhud. He said, Wallahi, he swore by Allah, Inni la ajidu riha, riha al-jannah duna uhud. I smell the smell of jannah. And this is a smell of haqiqah. It's an actual reality. He smelled the smell of jannah next to uhud, duna uhud. Next to uhud. And this is where he was actually martyred. And in the second instance, he said, at the time of the extraction of the soul, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Salamun alaykum udkhulul jannata. Bima kuntum ta'amalun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Salamun alaykum. The angels, when they extract the soul of the believer, remember from the beginning, when nashitati nashta, they say, Salamun alaykum. Peace be upon, uh, peace be upon you. Udkhulul jannah. Udkhulul jannah. Where are they? Still alive or are they dead? Their soul is still being extracted. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Udkhulul jannah. He's giving them glad tidings of the jannah. 
while they are still alive. And this is why it comes out easy. And remember we said the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha when the Prophet sallallahu said Man ahabba Allah, ahabba Allahu And Aisha radiallahu anha said who likes to die? No one likes to die. He said this is not what is meant. It says when the angels give a glad tidings of al-Jannah then it likes to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And inversely the nafs which, which doesn't want to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he knows what has been prepared for it it will come out with great difficulty. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Shadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa tuhul.